0: first trip to Nintendo land for 2024 everybody yippee we're here hello I am Mike Burgess here with Ari O'Neill and hello. we're here yeah we're here back yeah. and back to talk about all things Nintendo on our usually monthly Nintendo podcast but usually when it's like the kind of the start of the year we usually take off January because you know there's not I mean granted this time around there was actually a couple like news things we'll talk about in the in the world of Switch 2 rumors and and all that up, ups and downs during January. Um, but we came back for the real stuff because a, a Nintendo Direct partner showcase happened uh like the, a couple days after we're recording this. And then um uh we yeah you know, we're gonna talk about all that stuff.
1: We're in the we're in the rumor mill also. Like we're deep yeah. in it at this point. Yeah
0: we're in the Switch rumor mill rumor mill and we, it feels like it's it, we had a ton of it, and then uh, a certain specific uh, thing we're, we'll definitely talk about in this episode feels like that's gonna like drop that drop the rumor bill uh, like off the cliff a little bit for a while for a while at least, but who knows? Well, I'm Be sure
1: holding up our bingo card, lighting it on fire with a, with a lighter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Sorry. that that's probably made that kind of mood on. Uh, yeah, it's a good point.
1: <laughs> it's all mean, still possible, okay? Yeah, there's I there's probably some.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. there's probably some stuff in there that we can still look at, but yeah. Definitely yeah. definitely a lost cause. But um you know, there's still but there's still, you know, there's some good stuff to look forward to. We're gonna talk about that again, the partner direct that happened. Um we're gonna talk about some some games we've been playing because there has actually been some fun games that have came out uh in this mean in the meantime, in this the uh, January, February of twenty twenty four. It's crazy to think that like it'll be March in a week already but that's where that's where we're at um what else we have here we have uh a pokemon presents was announced so uh what we're recording before that happens but i think we can make some fun predictions or something with that as well uh but we'll be back with probably another episode like probably have like back-to-back episodes like quicker than we've usually had so we can talk about that news probably in a week or two mm-hmm. so it'll be fun um but yeah it's you know I have not admittedly been thinking too much, or I guess I should say I've, I don't really think I've been thinking a lot of Nintendo in terms of like playing games in my switch these days, but I think it was because we had like the Nintendo, the Nintendo, like, uh, like rumor mill kick up with yeah. all that stuff. So I was kind of already in like switch Two mode, but, um, that's, that's, um, been kind of washed i could say we we could we start there i think we should just start there that's what i was going to ask like i think we should just start with like switch Two rumors because honestly like a lot of this stuff just all kind of like can be kind of you know mashed together with like the announcements of partner showcase and like what the year for switch is going to look like because it this kind of lays it lays it out Um, but basically we had we had you know i feel like the first few weeks of January, we had switch Two rumors being like, yep, late 2024 it's happening. Yeah. It's going to be sure happening. There's, happening. There's, there's <laughs> going to, yeah, there's like a bunch of third parties are like preparing for this. And like a, a lot of Japanese third parties, I think that was kind of like the stories coming out. We're already like, yeah, the switch. Yeah. Something like Nintendo's working on something and we're preparing for it. And you know, there, there's been like tests and things or something, stuff going on. Uh, cut to, Set February sixteenth, just like a little bit, like a little bit less than a week ago, Andy Robinson over at VGC, they always kind of have a lot of good uh, corroborated stories and things. Um, have sources that say Nintendo Switch Two will now launch in early twenty twenty five. Um, and this all actually shattering comes Shattering
1: the hearts of me everywhere Yeah,
0: shart- shattering the hearts of everyone here And and because they They're usually pretty good at cooperating these stories Because yeah. um, at first It first broke off, like he says in the article here A Brazilian jur- journalist Kind of started hearing those rumblings um, they, uh, they that uh, according to sources, they are also working on a game games targeting Q1 2025 to launch alongside the console itself, which has internally slipped out of its previous 2020, 2024 target. Eurogame reports it's heard similar whispers, and then also VGC uh, pre- previously reported that was going to be in late 2024, um, but then they have found out they have they had an update that same day. Uh, since publishing the story, VGC has heard from multiple sources. He said Nintendo has told publishers its next console will now launch in Q1 2025. According to the sources, third-party comp- game companies were recently briefed on an internal delay in Nintendo's next-gen launch timing from late 2024 to, to the early the following year. One publishing source suggested delay was so that Nintendo could prepare stronger first-party software for the console. It's possible the next-gen console will now follow a similar timeline to the Switch, which was released in March but announced the previous year. Um, VG, of course, asked Nintendo comment. They were not going to comment on something like that. <laughs> yeah, but, absolutely not. But, you know,
1: so there you it go. makes sense. You know, like, we we were talking about in January all the hot rumors. We're getting this information. Yeah. Right, like so, it was true that it was going to come out this year. It seems like at a point, and and probably Nintendo knew that that was starting to stir up. They probably had plans to announce it, and then like they were maybe on the fence, or, or something happened, and they were like, "We gotta, we have to make the call. We have yeah. to push it back."
0: Yeah, it's something I definitely yeah, was cause I was I. Watch a lot of uh, the, uh, Jeff Grubbs uh, content and stuff, and he and he mm-hmm. brought it up, and like I think he made a very poignant point, and like I think they were even some of the uh, I think on that the episode of Game Master Morning they even had uh, somebody from VGC talking, and I think the, the simplest way you could put it is like, hey, they probably have a new 3D Mario plan for the launch of that game, and it's not ready yet. So they that, that's it could be just as simple as that, and they 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 are Nintendo who are you know still printing money with the Nintendo Switch, um, and probably will this year even with like it now seems like it might be a much quieter year for the console potentially, um, but it'll still probably make a lot of money regardless, even with the ups and downs. And then of course we're going to go into early next year and they're going to launch a new console with a new Mario game. After all the success of the Switch, and I can't imagine that's not going to be huge for them. So, I don't think it's going to really, I don't think it'll ultimately affect them in the grand scheme of things. And, like, I also am ultimately, like it's it's a bummer not to know it's probably it's it's you know we're gonna have to wait a little bit longer for the switch two and of course now we're gonna have to sit here in this switch two rumor rumor mills and mines probably for another six months for ago. another yeah for a bunch of months now i'm, I'm like please i'm sitting we'll probably, definitely
1: we'll probably know what it is before the end of the year at least right yeah like, which but, is
0: nice I'm, that's that's kind of what i was gonna say i was like i was like please i'm hoping just like even if something as simple like in their like summertime june direct that they're that they will probably get around then just be like yes we are working on the next nintendo console we'll have more details to share soon just say that right like is, just say that so we don't have to sit here and have like these like very coy like articles to talk about for the whole year again you know yeah that's that's yeah. my that's my hope f- f- with this kind of stuff but
1: you know, you know we, we messaged a little bit about it throughout the week. You, you yeah. sent me this news broke while I was like watching them talk about it kind of on kind of funny games daily, um, and it, you know it, it does make sense. Like the Switch has Damn. been such a success for them because they did it right. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> objectively they were like, all right, we launched uh, one of the strongest first nine months of any console ever, easily. Yeah, um, Xenoblade Chronicles two uh Mario Odyssey, Splatoon 2, Breath of the Wild and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um like what a what an incredible first year. Yeah. Do that again. Don't fuck yeah. this up right at the gate. Simple, simple you know? as Especially that. with like all the layoffs that are happening right now. Everything is like such in flux and Nintendo is like luckily been pretty unaffected by that. You know, yep. they, they raised the, the money that they were paying, the salaries of a lot of their employees in the Japan studios. Obviously, Nintendo America, different story. Um, but unfortunately, of course, America. What a, the underlying... Uh, yeah, yeah. Here. Turns out, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it is Play This Smarter. I I messaged you. I was like, I... I am not the target demographic because I'm like, yeah, let me just play tears of the kingdom again, four (laughs) k 60 or whatever. Yeah. And I'll be happy for that for like six months until like the games start coming out. But like, that's not a smart way to launch hardware. They know that they learned a lot, obviously they're on top of the world right now. So I think whatever you can do to keep that going is smart.
0: Yeah, for sure. And like, this has definitely brought up the idea of like, well, what does the rest of Nintendo's year look like now if we're not getting the this, this Switch later, the Switch 2 later this year with, like, a bunch of new launch games? And, you know, pretty pretty good question. I mean, to be fair, again, we're going to talk about this Partner Direct pretty much, you know, we're going to get into it really soon. And then that, mm-hmm. that kind of lays out at least some stuff that we're going to see, like, you know, into most of, like, the first half of this year and into early this year. And then we know, like, other things, like, obviously, like, you know, we know Princess Peach Showtime is is coming. Uh, the, you know, pretty, like a like a months time or so. It's like a, I think it's like the end of March, March it comes 22nd. out. Yeah. yeah, so we get that, and then we have Thousand Year Door remake. That's probably to be sometime in the summer, and like also the Luigi Mansion Two HD uh, port is also coming. So obviously not not the you know biggest earth shattering releases, but there's still something. And obviously, um, I said it too that we're going to get a Pokemon Presents. On the 27th with the Pokemon Day, that pretty much always happens with that. So well, there will also probably be a new holiday Pokemon game, whatever that is going to be. Definitely think we should make some predictions on that when we, talk, when we get to that. But, um, you know, having, you know, having a like they could probably do like one, you know, maybe bigger game that they've kind of ha- had on the back. I'm sure like, you know, there's always been a lot of stories about Nintendo always having like, oh, yeah, they had these that had they had those Fire Emblem games ready for like a year plus. (laughs) So they might just have like something they just kind of were sitting on anyway, and they could just kind of throw that like in like, you know, in the fall and then have Pokemon in like November, December. And then like, they're still probably more than fine um, for the year.
1: We've heard that the Fire Emblem Awakening, the 3ds game has been remade fully for switch. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. It's just out there kind of like engage wise. Um. So yeah, like they could drop that. They could. Um. I. I don't know if you wrote anything. I don't see anything down here about potentially Metroid Prime Four. Um,
0: right. Yeah, and, that's that is that uh, that's that's something I was thinking about for sure. Cause I
1: not necessarily for Switch, right? But like yeah. we would get information on that game this year, not ne- not with the intent to come out, but but to know more. So, yeah, to finally just, just see it. Momentum. Yeah, to know, know that that game is real. <laughs> yeah, um, I like you know I I know that game has been in development in hell for or was, but I have yeah. like complete faith now that Retro has been working on it for like four years that it's gonna be great. It's just just takes time. You know?
0: Yeah, just takes time, and like I, I I definitely think we at least see it this year. I've and the um, I be the prime. Prime, prime two and three prime, prime two is. that's also a bring up of like there's definitely other ports they can do that people have wanted for a while like prime prime two hd and prime three hd <laughs> the um zelda rem- the zelda, rem- rem- the, zelda rem- the zelda ports as well <laughs> do masters. the finally put just do the wind waker twilight princess port that's that was you know they could finally just do it and just be like f it here you go <laughs> here it is you know
1: most monkeys Paul. Way to get those
0: like for yeah sure, for yeah sure. just get them at the end of the switch life cycle and then yeah. you know for some reason you know, I, you know i i still am in full belief that the switch 2 will be backwards compatible but it, it would be pretty incredible if, if we we entered some horrible horrible era where they finally put those out and the switch 2 comes out it's not backwards
1: compatible <laughs> you can't even just play those uh,
0: and then we're in the same situation all again
1: too, like in the in the rumor mill in january that it's it's for sure that's good we yeah. could be good on that front but like yeah. you're you're so right that that would be so funny <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh,
0: god um but you know th- you know at the end of the day that's that's ultimately what we're saying like there's still things that they could you know kind of do in the interim and and get him out on the switch to uh, switch this year and be fine. It's not going to be ex- like the most exciting stuff, obviously like a new console launch and new launch games and stuff like that, but I think that's fine like cuz at the end of the day, I agree that like yeah, <clears throat> if they can get if you know, they can have a much better launch for the the new console in like March of next year with like a new Mario game, maybe that's when we get Metroid Prime 4 also, like that'd be pretty awesome yeah. and cool yeah. to like have both of those at the launch of the Switch. And of course, there's probably you know, we know there's a lot of other third parties working on stuff. So like you know they probably could have a lot of cool stuff too. As always, it opens
1: up, like if the Switch is really the the 4K machine, that's just like much more powerful. Like we heard stuff about a custom Nvidia chip, and Nvidia's like got a new factory that is like making custom chips for multiple different companies, and right. Nintendo is one of them. Uh, and it's something that's very powerful. Um, similar to like uh, the like the all in one chips that a lot of tech companies have started shifting to, um, then you know we could see the port doors open. <laughs> the port doors, yeah, uh, open in a way like you know stuff like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, like a Game of the Year version that could like run on Switch or yeah, um, some of those like big HD games like Elden Ring or things like that that have not made their way over there. That could also be a you know very strong launch lineup to help totally. build the gaps, stuff like that.
0: Totally. Yeah, I, I'm right there. I agree with you, for sure. Um, and, 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 like, in general, like, you know, not to, not to say there aren't, like, other games, like, not Nintendo games I'm excited for this year, but I say, like, at large, I think this year I'm already kind of getting the vibe that, like, I think this year is going to be a big indie, front loaded. a big, in, like, front-loaded, yes, agreed, but also, like, I think there might be a, a very strong chance that a lot of indies carry some parts of this year, for sure, especially if, like, stuff that we know is, like, already coming this year. It's coming, like, we're going to talk about some of the stuff in the partner showcase that looked really yeah. good, and obviously we know, like, Hades 2 is supposed to be this year, like, how come on, like, that. that's... Gonna be a massive game. Early
1: access, though. I don't know if the 1.0 is gonna make this year, but true. Yeah, for
0: sure. But I think I think that'll still be like a big game this year for sure. Even with its early accessness, and then like you know, it's in the in the recency of the direct because it happened the same day. But the Elden Ring DLC is pretty massive, so yeah. you know a lot of a lot of it's, a lot of stuff, a lot of cool stuff this year already. But like yeah, we yeah. already you know it's like the first half of this year, and I, and it's hard for me to see. Her hearing the things from like even the other two big like playstation and xbox like they, i don't well, think to they're understand. gonna have like massive thing as massive things later in the year too much either you know Nintendo. it seems like they're not either which you know,
1: playstation happens. came out and and they said like you know obviously they're doing really well with Helldivers right now but right um they said that the no major franchise releases until 2025 Which is crazy but also potentially a playstation 5 pro this fall which is also crazy um in a weird way i think it could be like finally after all these years it could be microsoft's year because they've got hellblade and avowed and and a couple other things yeah indiana jones game Um, too yeah that's a good point game so it's like kind of the path is clear for them this year in in a way that it has just never been up until now yeah, yeah that's a good it's point. gonna be a weird one. You know, we got bangers this year already. Honestly, yeah, like we're going to sure. talk about one of them on this episode, uh, Prince of Persia, right? Um, and and more stuff to come. Yep. Uh, Dragons Dogma two, you know, Dragons like Dogma
0: that. two, baby. And then I know the Final <laughs> Fantasy sickos rebirth is yeah, rebirth, rebirth is is like days week, days right? away. So yeah, there's still a lot of great stuff this year for sure. But yeah. it's, it seems like it'll, yeah, I think front loaded was a, a good way to weird. put it.
1: It's always a weird year, you know, after like one of those crazy years like yeah, 23
0: was Absolutely. Um but yeah, let's let's get into this partner showcase uh and talk about all the the news there because even though, you know, it will be a you know, potential potential uh quieter year for, you know, gaming in general and also Nintendo, like I think there's still a lot of really cool announcements in this in this partner showcase. Um, games I'm interested in, games like there was like tons of cool games that like got dates or just straight up released like Shadow Drop when the when the partner showcase happened that I was yeah, well, I was I looking really forward to about that game. <laughs> I have to play it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm looking. Yeah, See, so yeah, I've yeah, but yeah, there's 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 those, mm-hmm. and then there was games like new like revealed in this that are also like okay yeah cool these are these are cool like they're not you know they're not I, I don't know necessarily I'll play them all on the Switch but like they're coming to the Switch. Mm-hmm and like those are some cool there's some cool things so um I, I would say let's let's start by just finding everything we um <clears throat> let's just kind of find the things Can we, take, we let's like to talk them. about the
1: microsoft games because everyone's having a goddamn mental breakdown of yeah xbox yes stuff. yeah because that, that opened
0: that opened the show yeah because we talked about yeah. xbox like you know the, the there's we're in the recency news of like people xbox got people are losing their minds because xbox has decided to put some of their older games which you've learned Mm -hmm. on multiple platforms so they can reach a bigger audience xbox can make more money like their business that's what they're gonna do it's fine but you know
1: nice honestly (laughs) yes
0: yeah so we've yeah so we got the showcase the showcase literally opened with grounded xbox first party game is coming to switch in in april Yeah, so that's that's now coming in April to Switch. I I don't remember if that was also coming to PS Five because they did come out later after the direct and kind of tell us ev- all the things wh- and where they were. But
1: no, coming to Switch know.
0: in April, it, ha- it will have cross play functionality. So yeah, you have, you have you're on Switch and. Have buddies on Xbox or play on Xbox or play on it PC. It's coming to PS5. And our PS5, you can all play together uh, now on that, and that's that's cool. That like makes sense for that game. It is like a mul- very multiplayer survival game focused thing. Um,
1: Such a good like fit for a Nintendo console. Like it, is, yeah, it fits like their vibe very well. I think
0: for sure. And like you know, it's 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 relatively popular. Like I never played it myself. But I know they have said like the you know, millions of millions of players at some point, and has like a, a pretty big player base. So like now, having now opening up to the Switch, it has you know millions of Switches out there. So I think people, I think people might check this out on there. So that's that's good. The other one uh, was Pentiment, which I know was like more of like a, I'd say it's maybe like a cult like kind of favorite because I feel like I saw a lot of game industry people like really dig it, but I never, it never really like, kind of. Yeah. Had, like a big success. I think you can see that in this where it got kind of relegated to like a sizzle reel, like towards the end of the direct uh, compared to compared to grounded, which like opened the direct. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, that's, that's cool. Um People should check, check that. I've always heard people who have played it really liked it. Um yeah. So and, and it makes sense. Cause yeah, again, it was only, it was only an Xbox and probably had a smaller, it just had like a smaller audience and like, it was already kind of like a more niche game. So now having it on Switch makes sense. Um, that might that might also be. That's probably I would probably also guess that it's on PS Five as well. Then if Grounded is on theirs too, so that is I don't remember if that got a date, but yes, Xbox games are now. Did these? It's just these four games for now. Uh, that, well, there are two other games that are coming to Switch that they also announced were coming to PS Five, which was hi Fi Rush. Rush and. Um, Sea of Thieves. Yep. Sea of Thieves is just PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Hi Fi Rush is PS5. And PS4. And PS4, something like that. Um, but yeah. So, so, yeah. Those are the games, and that's that's cool for people. And I think it's fine overall. Like, that people were. Lo- Xbox people were losing their minds. Like, the Xbox is dead and, and done or something crazy. <laughs> people, and, like. People were like, losing it. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. The, like, for sure big xbox content creators say that they will no longer cover xbox yet. yeah like, why people need to calm the <laughs> hell down yeah yeah like maybe something like this crazy prevent layoffs in the future type deal yeah like, have you this ever could be could, be,
0: could be simple as that yeah it could be like they're <laughs> yeah. just protecting their business and, and <sighs> doing things like that and like the company's there and like i can't like if like i can't imagine in a world like what a world would be if like nintendo ever finally did that and like if like Nintendo people would probably be just as crazy about it, which is like the sad thing.
1: Way crazy. Yeah. Like straight up, like Nintendo people can get toxic, but like imagine Tears of the Kingdom on PC. Like it wouldn't be other consoles. I think it would be PC realistically. Yeah. That would be so crazy.
0: That would be, that would be insane. It'd be awesome. It'd be cool. I think, I think that like that game would explode in a way that like, I think we're seeing success with like something like Helldivers 2, which launched. Yeah. Simultaneously on PS PlayStation and and PC and just like yeah. you know has the hundreds of thousands of concurrent players now, um, I, I think a similar thing would happen. But I just I, I mean I don't think it will happen if it does it like will, not anytime soon. Think, but
1: but like yeah like a decade at least probably longer until stuff like that yeah. is like kind of in
0: the possibility. Yeah, I would have to have to I'd have to see Nintendo fall into a scenario where like that PlayStation or Sony or X bar Xbox are in. Kind of right now, and I don't see that happening like anytime soon, unless like they somehow really fumble the bag with the Switch Two. But I really don't see that happening either. Yeah. So
1: you got like they are kind of in their own league. I I know. Like we talk about how them not being part of the competition in in Switch, but like they have a theme park now. Yeah. Movies truly Mickey Mouse levels of wild, Uh, especially like a billion dollar movie last year. Yeah. They're. They're kind of their own thing, so they get that extra freedom that that Sony and, and Xbox just don't. So
0: yeah, uh, uh, totally. Um, but yeah, that's uh, at the end of the day, that's cool. I don't see myself like, and I, I, I was not really like these. Usually aren't my first go to like kind of games, mm-hmm. um, survival games like for grounded or, or like even like pentiment. But it's, I, I'm totally cool with them coming to other stuff. It makes sense. Um, so. Um, outside of those, though, was there anything that, like, really stuck out to you that, like, you saw and were, like, either, like, surprised by or, like, were, like, looking forward to now that it's – that was revealed here or, like, games, I like, cut up tape. tape? Okay, so what, what was one for you? Let's hear it.
1: So one for me, shout out to our boy, George Cruz. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, full disclosure, <laughs> George Cruz, friend of, the, friend of the site, friend of the show, mm-hmm. uh, friend indeed. Um he works for Pop Agenda is doing PR for Arranger. Um, yeah. which is a Ranger colon, a role-playing puzzle puzzling adventure. Uh gorgeous looking game. I it reminds me of this PS4 game that was like on PS plus that came out forever ago. That was similarly like shifting blocks type deal and moving kind of shifted everything around. Um but yeah, it just is like a top down hand drawn puzzle game where you're moving and you're kind of using perspective and it kind of reminds me of Baba is You as well It's another comparison that yeah, yeah, has yeah more like rules and mechanics to it and this is more just looks like moving around but they talked like they said there's dungeons in it and, and like combat of some kind uh, and they showed some of the cutscenes from it that are like these big hand drawn like boxes laying over each other uh, it looks gorgeous it, yeah. it had really nice music. It just like really stood out to me of' like, Oh, like I tend to stay away from these kind of rogue inspired puzzle games, Roguelike as in the old original term of like you yeah. make everything moves um but this one like really stuck out to me. It looks so pretty uh and it, it has just such a good style to it,
0: yeah, yeah, that one looked really cool too i i, I saw it in there and was like oh that 's neat that's that's a cool little like Indie surprise there that uh, looks neat, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I like that one too. It looked it looked cool. Um, following that, following just following that one up quickly since we're on the pop agenda train. Another crab's treasure also got dated. The the crab souls like game. <laughs> yeah. They're doing. And this that, trailer
1: was, like, the most hella trailer they've done in yeah, this
0: game. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't think they ever showed that, like, this game had voice acting or anything in it. Because, like, it had, mm-hmm. they had, like, voice, like, the characters, like, voice acted and everything. And, like, you got, like, a story vibe to it. Which I don't think they've shown in previous trailers yet at all bit, from, what, from what I remember. Not on um, this scale. Yeah, for sure. And that's because, yeah, this was, like, they revealed the date and its release. And I believe it's, like, I believe it's end of March. Or is it early April, April
1: 25th, I think.
0: Yeah, it was like, I thought it was, like, end of March or end of April. My calendar on my phone is not working currently. But, yeah, looks looks cool. Definitely well, I was interested in that and checking that out. <laughs> checking that out, it was, it was a little bit of a bummer that, in one, although I'm super stoked for the Elden Ring DLC, that those things dropping on the same day, I'm sure they were like, oh, come on, yeah. damn. <laughs> but, you know, at least, at least there's, like, some time in between. The, the April release of that game and and June June yeah. for, uh, Eldring DLC. So yeah, I'll definitely check that out when it when it comes out. It looks looks very fun and yeah, cool cool vibes. Is. Just yeah, I like the the whole aesthetic of that game. It looks cool, so I'm definitely gonna check that out. Um, and then I got I got to talk about this one. We brought it, we already brought it up. I mean, if you're watching the video version of this, you can already see what it is from the background of this. Or it's time to banana rumble because we got a freaking brand new Super Monkey Ball game, a new original game. The last one was obviously just like a collection, a remastering kind of remake of all the the first two original games and some other, some other stuff from the previous games, which is great. And it looks like this is like kind of, I think, you know, kind of building off of that one. But this is a new game, 200 brand new Monkey Ball levels in it. Plus, they like you have some kind of like they call it just like a straight up spin dash like Sonic move where you can you can kind of like you know kind of kind of charged up and shoot you in a direction and kind of launches you like into different parts and you can kind of use it to like shortcut through levels or like kind of bypass all obstacles and things like that. Really cool. And then of course the big the big thing they showed was there's 16 player multiplayer online where like and it's, and like I don't know if you can do I. I I don't know if you could do, like, the actual levels themselves. I don't think so. but um, I, I th- hope not. <laughs> that would, yeah, that would be too much. But I think there, but there's, like, specific modes where there was, like, a 16-player, like, race. They had, like, something where you're, like, you're like attacking, like, weird big robots or something. Um, I really hope, like, some of the classic games are, are in that. They didn't show them in this trailer, but, you know, they might be there in the future. Maybe they just didn't show them, like... Like 16 player monkey target, like, come on, man. That's that's oh, like yeah. that's like cash oh. money, cash yeah. money. Please, please do 16 player monkey target. That would be incredible. Um, but yeah, super, super stoked for that. It's June 25th, so it is like it's it's kind of it's unfortunate timing for that a little bit just because it's like sandwiched are like not I guess not sandwiched but it's like in the same four days month after Elden Ring four DLC. rings <laughs> four days after Elden Ring DLC and like also like a week two weeks before that is the freaking final shaped SC 2 DLC yeah. uh fight expansion so like that's just gonna uh, be an insane time plus I probably will I'm hoping to travel to like some game summer gaming events and things myself yeah which would be like those early weeks of June so that's just I think that'll just be a crazy time in general for me at least so like we'll see how that goes but regardless i'm still super soaked and i definitely
1: we might not do our viewpoints stoked. until july but we will absolutely be we'll, there we'll absolutely
0: we will absolutely be ready to banana rumble when i'm when i'm back <laughs> uh, super Chaos super mode. super super excited for that i'm so happy we're getting a new yeah fully new monkey ball game so yeah definitely gonna check that out
1: new character in there too little guy little young monkey guy
0: yeah they, they, uh, there's there's that apparently i also saw i saw on the internet afterwards there's something called a i think it was like a monkey pass or banana pass and there will be like dlc characters already confirmed <laughs> i think they should just call it like the monkey pass or something like that it's incredible uh, God can't wait. Like
1: hear you in a ball again.
0: Kiryu, yeah, put, put a put yeah Kiru in like a Sega Dreamcast back in the ball. I need it. <laughs> 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 so so can't wait. Such a good video game. Um, yeah, excellent. Uh, but what? But uh, what else did you uh, see in there, and the partner showcase oh. that that you were excited for?
1: Finally, Fantasy Life Two. Yes, Fantasy Life I. The girl who steals time. Uh, got a date of October 10th, which much later than I thought it was. Yeah. That game was like come out last year. Yeah, it was like so, like late
0: last year, and that has got almost like a full year delay. But I'm I'm, st- I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked for that game, too. Yeah, I'm psyched for that. Yeah,
1: it's like, I loved the first Fantasy Life. It's so cozy. It's basically like Animal Crossing, but with a job system. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's jolly. You can do co-op. Um, you can be a baker. Uh, Which is, like, all I ever want to be in a fantasy game is, like, I want to... That's why I love Stardew Valley, because there's, like, fantasy elements to it. And then I can also just, like, make wine. Um, (laughs) And, like, I'm super into that, that whole vibe. Um, Yeah, and I did want to give a shout-out to Epic Mickey Rebrushed. Rebrushed.
0: um, Okay. Which is a terrible subtitle. Yeah. (laughs) um, What does does that mean? Yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah i i don't know rebrushed <laughs> yeah it really doesn't make sense um which was you know epic mickey one was a we only video game with terrible camera controls because of the nunchuck situation that that game had um <laughs> and my brother brady was like a huge fan of that because he's like someone very familiar with disney and and like oswald the lucky rabbit and like that whole story there which is kind of the the premise of that game um so yeah I, i'm excited that game is getting a second chance yeah uh it's it's very cool it's a cool idea it's a cool art style too um and in a year where the mickey has entered the public domain no less uh <laughs> mickey's and people public. Are already abusing that uh yeah mickey's gone public um yeah I'm, I'm i think that's cool i'm glad that game's that's happening yeah um, it's cool there's there's a few more uh Shout out to Penny's Big Breakaway, which I know you wanted to talk about. Sha- Did yeah, you get that. It's
0: Shadow Dropped. Yeah, I was going to talk about it when we got to games because I've actually played uh, a decent chunk of it, actually, and it's okay. uh, it's really cool. Uh, but yeah, that's Shadow Dropped during the direct. This is the the three. It's a 3D platformer that's made from the Sonic Media team. So um, yeah, really pretty fun. Uh, I'll say for sure, but I, I can talk about that more when we. Get to, the, get to the get to so the games the game section for sure. It's pretty cool.
1: Um, anything else? Any other ones?
0: You um, Pocket Car Jockey Ride On is a remaster of a 3DS game that was really popular. That also shadow dropped. Um, yeah, I, 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 I know people uh, people were pretty stoked about that. I I did not play. I've not played it admittedly, but um, I know like people liked it a lot. So that's a cool. I just wanted to shout it out. See that that happened, and it's now on. It's on Switch now, so you can just go get that but that was like a, a popular 3ds game
1: yeah and Shimogami tensei 5 is getting uh i don't know if it's like a second edition with more content or if it's an expansion i really don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's one of those two though yeah
0: yeah i'm, I'm not sure either yeah I, i've not played those
1: yeah uh, i have not either uh i think that might be it for for highlights for
0: me yeah yeah the the, the only other thing i, w- I want to shout out is the they bring a bunch of they or they did bring a bunch of rare rare games classic rare games to nintendo switch online and i mean i wish they did these kind of drops more for switch online because they just did like five games at once yeah. um and they all dropped together so there's snake rattle and roll the original Killer Instinct, RC Pro Am, Battletoads, Battletoads and Battle Maniacs, those are all SNES games and of course on N64 we got Blast Core also Hell awesome man. N64 game. So those are just you can just go play those now on the if you have like the Switch Online subscriptions for those. Cool they did that. They should do that more. I know I know people were a little bummed that DK64 was not in that mix as well. Me, I'm t- surprised people I'm surprised by the two It's also like Diddy Kong Racing also yep. just nowhere to be seen. I know the know. Banjo maximi- yet. Banjo-Tooie, that's like that's a good call too. Yeah, got a question. My ultimate copium for the for these um I don't know, Oh, maybe I don't know about DK64, but maybe DK64. You
1: mean like a rare replay 2 situation? Like a
0: rare replay 2 or just like a full-on remake would be mm-hmm. really cool. I don't think it would actually ever happen like especially like a diddy oh, kong like diddy kong, diddy kong racing like remade remade with like new graphics and like a modern car racing engine would be still fucking sick.
1: like i'm yeah, dying but, over here yeah dude. please please yeah every, order every something time you hear the name it gets better right yeah god
0: every time <laughs> it's sitting right there
1: it's right there. These, yeah, these are
0: these are what these are what these stupid motherfucking Xbox YouTubers should be doing. Their like, raged throwing Xboxes in their trash can for <laughs> YouTube thumbnail reactions. Like, why isn't Banjo Rejiggy or Banjo Retui like a fucking real video game? Xbox, what the fuck are you doing? Just throwing your console to garbage? <laughs> I'm you know what?
1: So with you. <laughs> I know we're the Nintendo freaks on the Nintendo. Yes, podcast yes, right. Now, right but yes, <laughs> you all should be madder. Okay? Yeah, That's come on, saying.
0: Jesus Christ! <laughs> get get angry about real things, fucking gamers, Jesus. <laughs> um, anyway, the 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 overall the, the the partner showcase was really good. It did have kind of like a weird closer, which which I thought was like it was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're they're making deech. a week re- they were like bringing back. Uh, I guess it was somewhat popular on the Wii. It was an endless, but it was endless ocean. Um, was like a Wii game where you literally just, you literally just you're, you're going, you're like in the ocean, and you're going around seeing sea wildlife and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, they're putting it they're like, putting it on they're on Switch, and it has like all, now it has online multiplayer. I don't think that was a thing in the first one. I guess I don't know.
1: There was co-op in Endless Ocean 2, I believe. Got it. Um, which again, any Wii game with co-op was basically a miracle. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. Endless Ocean definitely had a following. I saw Jeff Grubb tweeted out, like, this would have gone down real smooth, like, March 2020, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> pandemic <laughs> era, I think it would have been, like, a very good, like, it's a very meditative game. You can take pictures of fish. I'm, like, I am weirdly very familiar with Endless Ocean. Don't ask me why. Um, And, like, then you can, like, log them, and there's, like, a whole, like, book about like that tells you about all the fish and all the, the sea wildlife down there um, and, and like you progress by like taking more pictures and, and learning more about marine biology basically it's, gotcha. it's very much kind of like a, a quasi educational game uh, with the tranquil meditative energy uh, that I was going for I thought they were about to announce Abzu too for a second and I was like oh this is kind of cool <laughs> yeah that, I,
0: I, would, I would have been more excited for that too <laughs> me
1: too <laughs> It's just a weird closer. It's It was, you know, it has its niche. The people that love Endless Ocean love Endless Ocean. I'm just not one of those people. I just know a lot about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it seems like it's it's probably, it had the, it seems like to me, like it was a game that just had the Wii effect where like a lot of games on the Wii just because the Wii were like broke out from the like popular gaming kind of sphere into like the larger kind of more, you know, game, like non-gaming world, and and that probably made a lot of games much more popular than they would have been otherwise. So I feel like this game is probably. I would not be surprised. If this game just kind of has a lot of people like that, where it's like, oh, I remember that thing on the Wii where I swam around the ocean, saw an orca. That's cool, yeah. Like people just have that kind of uh notion to it. So hey, if, if people get into that, that's cool. But yeah, probably something I would never. I probably will never play. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was the partner showcase. Definitely. Like I would say like, you know, kind of thinking about it it was pretty good. I can't remember. Like was, was the only thing I can think of that like might've had a better partner showcase, but I don't think this was the case was Silk Song wasn't revealed in a partner showcase, right?
1: No,
0: it was like an Xbox thing, right? It was it was some, Xbox thing. That's what I thought. So I was trying to think of like, was there like ever a better partner showcase than this one? So. I don't really think so. I agree. Yeah. Was it was like,
1: all in the pandemic was when those were happening. I think it was yeah, twenty twenty one, um and most of them were not great. Yeah, uh, they were kind of we're still like only like one good thing in there. Yeah, or
0: this this had like I think like a pretty good spread of stuff, like a lot of cool indies and like that were that we knew about, but they got like dates or just straight up police like Penny's Big Breakaway, Another Crab's Treasure, like all that stuff and like some cool surprises like the Monkey Ball game. Epic, Epic yeah. Mickey, like, remake and stuff. Like, yeah, it's cool stuff. So, overall, good.
1: And it, the the subtext of this is that, like, obviously Nintendo is, like, they're working on that launch lineup. You know, like, no. that is that is where their focus are. That's where their teams are. And that's, in some ways, to me, that is comforting, right? Like, mm-hmm. we, we talked about just a few minutes ago, like, how they're they're trying to make sure they get this right it really feels like that um and that's good i think they're doing the right right. thing um we might end up getting a september direct right and maybe that's when we start learning about some of those launch games yeah um or the console itself uh but that might be the only direct we get this year outside of whatever they do during the summer lord knows um they didn't (laughs) do anything they did a partner showcase last summer right so yeah that's a good um, point yeah uh we we really don't know and, and we only have a few things. You know, if they just want <laughs> to... They, they did the thing in the week beforehand where, like, they just put out trailers for their two upcoming games. It was like, oh, the... Th- shit man the splatoon dlc is like out i forgot I oh like, yeah
0: like, it's um, yeah the, the side order thing oh yeah yeah and i've heard really good things <laughs> I, f- like I forgot now, I, I i forgot that was oh wow I okay yeah wow uh, I, I i totally missed that and then another they just and put like, a
1: trailer out you know? yeah
0: yeah because they announced that a while ago yeah i totally forgot it was coming yeah. out this in february and another game that did come out I didn't forget it. We just didn't mention it. Was Mario versus Donkey Kong that came out since our yeah, last which, episode? Like, which, like, yeah, that's like, enough not, said. <laughs> enough said. It came out, and like, that's uh, neither of our like interest levels are in that kind of uh, Nintendo. That kind of be Nintendo game, but I'm sure like people who like that might probably like. It, it seemed like a fine game for what it is, it's just not really yeah. what I'm looking it's for. A
1: weird slow puzzle game. <laughs> you know? Yeah, totally. Uh, but yeah, they put out a, a trailer for Princess Peach. And- yeah. So, yeah. Came out. yeah, so
0: they right, right when they put that trailer out, there was some outlets that did some preview coverage. Um I'm gonna I have uh Brian Altano from IGN, I have his his preview article here. I was gonna kinda skim through some of because it, it sounds it sounds neat. It sounds like, you know um I'll I'll kind of so screen show, screen through some parts of it. Yeah, so he says, there are similarities to Mario, Bro- Mario Bros. games, of course. There's some platforming, boss fights, hidden areas with collectibles, levels that can be completed and then replayed if you're interested in 100%ing them, which I very much am. Um, it's got the Paper Mario 2.5D approach where you can move up and down in a level rather than being blocked in t- locked into a 2D plane. There's even a Super Mario 64 style hub world uh, with doorways that lead to individual levels that can be played in any order um and completing them will au- unlock new floors with more new doors to open up and it'll it all comes together with a st- uh stage play aesthetic meaning nearly everything in the background and foreground feels like it could theoretically be assembled out of wood and paint and puppet strings um so that's cool i didn't i didn't realize it had like a hub world even like that much going Me on either. that's, that's cool. So cool yeah it's cool um but here I'll, I'll skim ahead here but while princess Peak showtime takes some inspir- inspiration from the mario games before it, once you start playing it, you realize it plays more much more like an action game with some platforming rather than the other way around. But don't expect something with the depth and combo-heavy gameplay of something more intricate. Character action games like Bayonetta or Devil May Cry, Showtime is a much more simpler game to control. You've got a jump button and an action button, and the shoulder buttons that let you pose in place to open new areas and trigger events. It clearly skews toward a younger audience, although a casual player will likely be able to reach the end of a level quite easily, while it will take a more advanced one to do everything it has to offer and uncover all the secrets. And that's that's pretty typical most uh, Nintendo No games.
1: Sounds like Luigi's Mansion 3, right? Like, thread that needle right there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'll jump ahead because he does talk about um, some of the new He saw like new transformations that they they showed in that trailer. One was Ninja Peach, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, Ninja Peach transformation stage was just a cool but for. is just as cool uh, for totally different reasons. While Sword Fighter was grounded and combat focused, Ninja Peach, Ninja Peach, alt- alternated between fast paced Metroid style wall jumps, Titanfall style wall running, and quiet yet cautious stealth sections. Peach can blend into grass and thatched walls to pounce on enemies, or dip beneath the surface of a pond with a bamboo breathing tube, and take them out from below. Take that, fucking uh, Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> um uh you can collect uh, let's see. Just got roasted. That's right. Uh let's see what else we have here. Um Ninja Ninja no, Ninja Peach's stage culminated in a big, very cool auto scrolling set piece at the top of a giant tsunami. Although missing a gem during one of these and having to replay it could prove frustrating to younger gamers. But hey, that's what parents are for. So yeah, that's that <laughs> sounds like it sounds like some Nintendo. This sounds like a Nintendo game stuff. Um,
1: yeah, I had not seen figure skater Peach. I don't know if that's what you're about to talk about. But yeah, I, 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 that.
0: I, I can. That. I haven't seen. That. I haven't heard about it, but I can talk about that. Yeah, it says, uh, speaking of stuff, a kid in your life might be hooked on despite the ever increasing Disney Plus subscription costs. Uh, Peach's <laughs> figure skater transformation basically screamed, "Hey, does your child like the hit film Frozen? <laughs> right yes, down to the does. string <laughs> instrument heavy winter motif and sparkly blue Elsa dress, albeit mercifully without the." the annoying songs threatening to ruin your Spotify algorithm algorithm okay. man Brian Altano, coming. You're on my shit list, Brian. <laughs> Brian Altano's coming for your fucking Frozen on here. This it's funny. It's amazing though. <laughs> this section moved fast and largely centered around nailing the right button presses over alternating icons projected onto the ice. And despite my growing contempt for all things Frozen, I really dug how snappy it controlled. After all, you can't really take on the whole theater concept without doing at least one wintry Christmas inspired level. I think. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. And since Showtime's whole vibe feels fairly low stakes and chill, it's consistently fun to see how much mileage Nintendo is getting out of a specific theme. Um, and then this is like the, la- I'll read the last paragraph here. Based on when I played, Princess Peach Cho- Showtime is wholly its own thing, decoupled from the traditional Mario game entirely. Throughout my time with it, I found myself really impressed with how different and special each stage looked and felt. More importantly, I didn't find myself asking questions like "Where's Mario?" or "When is Bowser going to show up?" Didn't uh, because I didn't need them to be there for this game to work. Despite Peach being inextricably connected to those characters for decades, I'm excited to see how the rest of her unique transformations are some, or if some of my favorites like Sword Fighter and Ninja Peach will get additional levels or a uh, second axe. Pun intended. Um, Showtime is definitely for a, the younger crowd, but so are many of the best Nintendo games. And as an older Nintendo fan, I'm currently raising a younger Nintendo fan at home. I'm hoping the final game can keep up the momentum throughout its entire experience because I really love what it's doing so far. So yeah, he was, he was, he was pretty into it. That's that's cool to hear for sure. Um, great. It, looks, yeah, it looks really cool. Are you, are you picking it up? It sounds like you're going to pick it up.
1: Yeah, I mean, I probably won't be able to play it right away because... Like the week that it comes out is like the Dragon's Dogma week. Yeah, that that was pretty um, much my
0: thing. Is <laughs> it like it's like it looks cool but, cool. cool, but I'm yeah, damn yeah, it's sorry. Well, yeah,
1: yeah. The nice thing is like Switch Two, Backwards Padville. Yeah, that, you circle know. back there, around there'll, to there'll it be for plenty sure. Plenty of time, yeah, for me to catch up on this. But it looks so cute, and I just. Yeah, I love Peach so much. I know it's like stereotypical girl gamer opinion there, <laughs> but like I really do. I've said like any Mario game that has Peach in it as playable is like already one of my favorite Mario games, uh-huh. and it is held true. Uh, so, I'm stoked for it.
0: Yeah, so that's yeah, yeah. It looks it looks yeah it looks like a, just a fun vibe, but yeah, I probably won't be picking it up because of Dragon's Dogma Two. Uh, v- 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 uh, week for me that'll, I think it's the same that'll be a black day. yeah March March 22nd yeah I think because I think there's a couple games coming out that day actually cause I think there's Dragon's Dogma that and something There's something else I think on March 22nd or at least that same week Um, but yeah yeah I'm sure it'll be cool uh, it's cool to hear like yeah it seems people are into it Brian's preview here and some other folks so cool yeah that'll, that'll be fun and you know I know it's not you know the, the biggest of Nintendo first party excitement but it's cool Um, outside outside of that again I I brought up briefly we are going to be getting a Pokemon Presents on Pokemon Day as pretty much is tradition we've got multiple years in a row now at this point Um, that'll be a at 6am Pacific 9am Eastern February 27th Uh, we'll have the view of exciting Pokemon news in celebration of Pokemon Day so that'll probably be when we get announcements of new Pokemon games probably stuff for this year you know some updates for the games they are already doing Ari I'm curious to know like what what would you want to see from like a, a Pokemon game releasing this year or anything like that Do you have predictions or hopes or what are, what are you thinking
1: it's wild because like I feel like this is the first time it's coming around right where I'm like a huge Pokemon fan now yeah right? yeah um, it's finally time yeah I got my oh shit I gotta write down that I played the Scarlet and Violet DLC before I forgot. <laughs> oh <laughs> um, excellent uh, but yeah I don't know obviously the black and white remakes like that's what's up next I know some people yeah. have thrown out the idea that it could just be the diamond and pearl style thing which I would not be stoked about now that it's like my turn to get hurt yeah, yeah it's like oh <laughs> like, the diamond pearl people got hurt last time and now it's my turn <laughs> Yeah, this are my favorite Yeah, um, I'm not super stoked about that <laughs> uh, yeah and and. <laughs> it's funny because, like, the second... Well, both of the um, uh, Scarlet and Violet DLCs are very Unova region referential. Um, That's weird, yeah. place place in there, um, in Blueberry Academy, which uh, like, I played that, that game again for, like, the second time last year, and I totally, like, didn't realize that at first. Um, <laughs> I think it's, like, one of the post-game optional areas. So, I don't know. I, like... I've also seen this idea, and I'm sure we'll talk about it, of, like, Let's Go Johto or, or some Let's Go version of the of Gold and Silver, um, yeah. which I don't, like, I get what people are saying with that. I just don't know if, like, that holds a lot of water. Um, so I guess ultimately the thing I would want the most is this idea of another Legends game because I yeah. didn't play the first one. Um, so I, I don't have that experience. I didn't necessarily get to see what was so cool about it. Um, and then it would have the, the benefit of being the sequel to that. So it would have the refinements, the things that make it more fun, better. Hopefully it looks better. Although we'll see. Yeah, um, that's that's one I'm questioning. But yes, but yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess like other, of, other improvements. The, yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Of the three options like that, it feels like we're going to get one of those. And maybe, obviously, some new weird thing, maybe like Pokin 3 or whatever, you know? Who knows? That's, uh, the, that's the dream, Poken, new Pokemon That is the dream. Um, I mean, I'd get it this time around because I'm, like, super into just that whatever. It's just thrown it at me. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I think a Legends 2 uh, would be really cool. I don't know, like, what I'd want that to be if I'd still want it to be, like, the past or the future or whatever. I don't know. Like, I don't mm. know. Uh, I guess it would have to be the past. That's kind of the implication of Legends. Yeah. Um. So, but uh, of the options that that seems the most exciting to me.
0: Yeah, that's definitely where I'm landing too. Like, I would love to see. I would. I would. I also legitimately be excited for a new Legends game. I I saw an idea around, it and I think it was just like an idea. Was like not a casual rumor or like legitimate thing, but like the idea of like if it were a Legends game, it wouldn't just be like. Oh it's just Legends Jodo it would be like its own uh maybe it's re- the region is more of like a blend of Jodo and Unova where it's like kind of like takes influences from the both of those games and places and kind of mashes them together into its own like environment and and has pokemon from those games that like kind of and slightly altered like how Legends kind of did it where Legends was just mainly focused on Gen four, like with its yeah. with its presentation and like our Ar- so with Arceus and like the legendaries from that. So the idea of yeah, like Gen yeah like Gen two and five kind of mashing together would be really cool. But you know, I could also see them just going full full with Johto Because, you know, Johto, I believe something, because I think some of it is also like Johto's, like an anniversary for Johto is this year. So I think that's another another reason why people are like kind of going back to that. Um, But also at the same time, like, yeah, like black and white are like kind of next on the remake docket. So like, I would also just not be surprised if it was just uh, Ilka, which was the team that made the Diamond and Pearl remakes, are just doing a similar chibi style black and white. Black and White uh, remake. I will say though, like what I would, I, I, I don't know how they would go about this, but I would, I would, I would hope if, if they're at least going to do that. With what they, if they at least went the route of like maybe like meshing the black the the initial black and white games and black and white two games into like a single thing, because like black and white two were essentially like at least in my personal opinion like better versions of black and white originally were um, because yeah. they just they just kind of took everything that was already in those games and like added like new er- like new areas and just like ha- I think it even had more Pokemon in it too like yeah. Yeah. so I think they were just kind of like straight up just better versions of those games so like they could really just like you know maybe just like have story bits from black and white in it to like have that there but also like maybe it just at some point maybe like mid- midway like kind of just turns into black and white too and you can like you know or maybe it like starts in black and white 2 and then like goes into like black and white or whatever like whatever however they want to do it I just hope like all of it, all of the from those games are incorporated if they're going to do that rather than it just being like it's just black and white
1: have you have you played both black and black white two? yeah I played like the first one and the second yeah
0: I played I played I played both of those back in the day when they when they were out I played had black and white and black and white 2 and played through yeah, them
1: the cool one of the coolest things, there are a lot of cool things about Black 2, which is the version I played, right? Mm-hmm. You could have the cart, like, scan the cart from your Black 1 or White 1, whichever you were coming from, and, like, carry over the narrative elements yeah. mm-hmm. from the first game into the second game. And you played a different kid character, but, like, they would reference your other character from the first game mm-hmm. multiple times as the champion um and that would be the name of the champion when you fought them uh and obviously n his story which he's like one of the most interesting characters for like this team i forget the team in in that but it's space something different.
0: um yeah it's not it's not uh, galactic galactic i thought was not galactic. yeah i think galactic's oh, that's, like that's uh diamond, pearl. diamond pearl
1: yeah um but some something like that, um, and you know he's like on a redemption story because he's like the villain of the first game. It's team Plasma, uh, that's what it was. Plasma, yeah, uh, and uh, Gnosis or whatever is like the main villain of.
0: Yeah, that that game. weird. Yeah, that weird. Uh, uh, weird the weird scientist of the first guy game
1: too. Also, yeah. to be fair, um, but yeah, so like they did a lot of cool narrative stuff. I they also like just really expanded the end game. In Dark no. and White Two, like, mm-hmm. there just way more stuff to do. You could fight Cynthia, which was really cool. Yeah, she's brutal. Um, you could fight like gym leaders from like every Pokemon game up until that point, and there was just a ton of extra stuff. And I think all the Pokemon up to that point were in the post game. So mm-hmm. I have I would be bummed if if they tried to do a merger and didn't do justice to it. And I would sure. also be bummed if they just did a chibi remake. I'd buy it and play it because I love those games. I really do. Yeah. Um. And I'd be curious, like, what they'd change in the new dialogue and the new writing and stuff they do. But, uh, yeah, I'd I'd hope that they would maybe go for something a little bit more visually, like you know, even like a sword and shield art style, because sword and shield had like the the fixed camera area. Yeah, it was
0: you know, still like more like a 3ds game.
1: Yeah, and if they just did that, I would be super into. I guess like Sun and Moon style, maybe. Yeah. Uh, where it's just top down, fixed camera, but it's that game again. I would be so happy if they just didn't do full chibi, just because I didn't love that aesthetic. I know yeah. nobody did. I don't yeah, think
0: so. no one was really too much of a fan of it.
1: But um, I'll get it. Whatever it is, I'm in, baby. You got me.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely curious about it, what what it'll be, too, because I, I think I, the most obvious thing is that we're not going to probably see a new generation this year. There's, like, no way that's happening mm-hmm. this year, and especially now, like, thinking of a now potential where, like, if we go into next year and, like, you know, going into a Switch 2 launch, will they have a new, a next-gen like general new generation of Pokemon ready for the launch year of the switch 2 I don't I don't know if that'll happen even either but I honestly am okay I hope with it. Not. yeah I'm also I'm, I was about to say I'm with, there with you like I hope they just take more time, take your time and make something else and like I would be fine if it's just maybe they end up holding on to like a legends game for that first year of Pokemon or then mm-hmm. or like something like that instead and just doing that um But like yeah, that just leaves like this year. I think yeah, we're we're gonna probably see something a little bit smaller. And that's yeah. just
1: give it give Legends the the fall spot. Give it the highlight spot for a Switch Two. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. and like you know maybe do the the Let's Go Jodo this year and have fun with that. And because I I I missed um, Soul Silver Heart Gold right. Yeah, I, I didn't end up getting to play those and. Have fun buying a copy of those nowadays. Yeah, 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 they're
0: crazy expensive. So, um,
1: I would love to like replay those games in a modern setting because, like, I replayed Crystal, like OG Crystal, on the 3DS yeah. uh, eShop last year, and that game is old. Uh, I know that's <laughs> yeah. hot, maybe a hot take, but yeah, I don't think that's old like, games. super fun to go back to. Yep.
0: So honestly, honestly, um, two two dream two two things I would be more maybe excited for is like. Um, the the first one would be like since we talked about it, like in the same in the same sense where you if you were to like if black and white got like the chippy style remake this year, if they did like a chippy Hard Gold Soul Silver like that this year in place of that maybe, like I could I could live with that because like those were those were good remakes and they just kind of took everything from those and but on this like I could live this but the the other thing which is definitely a much more tinfoil hat thing. Um, and okay. and it's a little bit more copium on my end, and I think would be, <laughs> and I think would be cool for them to do. And just thinking about generally, like last year with Switch, and this year uh, we've been seeing a lot more GameCube era love. I would love them to maybe remake or remaster those GameCube Pokemon games. Uh, mainly, I think the best one, the better one to do, would be XD Gale of Darkness over Pokemon Coliseum, but they are kind of similar things. Um, I think a, a remake of that game would, could be potentially really cool. Um, because, you know, at the, t- at the time, you know, I, I think I've talked about this in previous episodes. Like, at the time when that game came out on GameCube, it was kind of the Pokemon thing so many people asked for for so many years was like, oh, you're already, you're already doing the same eight gym leaders and you fight the evil team in the game. And it's that same game year and year over, year over, year over. And like, I want like a new Pokemon RPG experience. Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness on the GameCube was like a hundred percent that, and like it just I and like I I I really would have to go back and look a lot more maybe on like you know look at like review I have written reviews at the time or whatever, but like I don't think that game got as much like appreciation for that kind of stuff at the time as I feel like it should have. Where like I feel like if it got another chance. On Switch, with a larger audience and more people getting a chance to play it in like a, like an in an HD fidelity, I think people would would like that game and tr- find out they actually really like that game because I really like that game. I remember playing it back then and and really liking because the whole conceit of it is like it's set up much more like I mean I th- I'd say like from like a from like a story narrative. And like how you like progress through the game. It's set up a lot more like a traditional JRPG, but also you're but you're obviously gonna be you're obviously just doing Pokemon battles still through it. But the whole conceit is like they kind of went all in on the the concept of like you're fighting kind of like a really bad like group. Like it like it kind of flips it on its head instead of it being about like going and being a Pokemon trainer and a gy- and a, and like going to gyms and stuff. The whole idea is like you're like you like work at that you're like a this kid who like works at a scientist lab, and this lab is then like you know taken over by this evil corporation that like you know is literally doing like horrible experiments on Pokemon to make them like dark and evil like dark Pokemon. So you kind of like unkind of cover this this, this these events and like you know are, are then like kind of sent out to kind of purify them and help pokemon and like literally they're like the whole things of the the whole conceit of the game is like you are like taking on other trainers and when you battle them they will have like dark pokemon and <laughs> they they all like are darkified and you can straight up just Capture the Pokemon directly from the people you're fighting, and like like saving them essentially to then and then you can then like you know take them back to this lab and have them purified that you can like make it make your team and it's like a whole story that's like th- through that and and you know sto- the story at the end day is like not like super mind blowing but it, but it, again it's just that concept of like at the time it was always that thing for me I remember just being like everyone always made that scene, complain about Pokemon constantly I'm just like this game's right here. I'm not going to say it's like 10 out of 10, the greatest game ever, but like, this is them. This was them like making a different Pokemon RPG experience. That was like decent enough and and, like cool. And I think having that potentially get, get like a new life on the switch with like a much larger audience. Like, I think people could find that game and be like, Oh yeah, this is a good game. This is cool. So
1: I would love to give that game a shot because I never played it. So my brother really liked it. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it was cool. And it had, like, tons of cool, like, in the same sense of, like, Pokemon games, like, tons of cool, like, post-game stuff. Like, there was just, like, a hundred battle, like, challenge that you could do after the game. And it was, like, you would literally have to, like, take on, like, a hundred matches. And then you, like, you know, at the end of it, you were able to, like, choose from, like, if you completed it, you had, like, all the currently available starters that were, like, available through Pokemon to, like, pick from pick from at the end of the game. And it also had, like, the cool thing of, like, when it was GameCube era, so, like, the, you know, it had, like, stuff where you could transfer, like, GameCube, like, the Pokemon from the GameCube on that game to, like, the GBA games or the DS games and stuff. So, like, at the time, it was also, like, cool because of that because, like, you couldn't really get... There were a lot of Pokemon in those games that were from the early GBA games, and you couldn't really transfer over into, like, those games at that point. So you could, like, get... Different Pokemon that way, so it's cool. It's cool game at the time. Yeah. So, if they want to get crazy and do something like that. That'd be, I would at least think it's cooler than like yeah, just like a very standard, just black and white remake in the Chibi form. <laughs> at least in yeah. my opinion, but you know, we'll have to see it's what they just, do.
1: Black and white's so cool. I would. I do. I do like that. To not do it the most boring possible. Yes, hundred <laughs> you know? percent.
0: I totally, I totally, do, do, totally get that.
1: If they do black and white, though, I do want them to keep the, like, gimmick of that game preserved, which is, like, the here's 150 new Pokemon. Obviously, those Pokemon have gone on to be in more Pokemon games. Yeah. My boy, Garbodor. Garbodor. Things, slinging trash, you know what I'm saying? He's loving it. Um, but, you know, like, that was, like, the really cool part about that game. I thought it was, like, uh, it's a new world, new region. Uh, it, it looks beautiful it's gorgeous especially for a ds game mm-hmm. music rips in that game so much it's so good and it's all Pokemon you've never seen before and nothing else yeah um that's cool so I I would love that so we'll see you know if it's if it's hard gold soul silver or something like that or jodo I'm still down for that if it's legends I'm down for that if it's just a boring black and white remake I'm less down but I'll be there
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's where I'm at where it's like if it's like that or like let's uh, let's go Johto I'm kind of just like eh, personally but where like but if they do like a little bit more of an interesting remake of black and white like you were saying I have, like even if it is just like they, they take a more sword and shield style approach to it I would think that would be cooler or if it's like you know getting even crazier like an HD 2D game which I don't think they'll do Cause I think that would have to give that to like another studio entirely. Um, that'd be cool. Or like a legends game. Like you said, legends game would also be really cool. Where like, yeah, if it was just like the, the two things I've seen going around the most are like, like, um, uh, interesting ones to me personally, but you know, we'll have to just see what they do. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll probably, sure yeah, with February 27th is a date. We'll probably actually be back pretty soon. Like maybe even that, like, you know, the following week with another episode. So we'll have two episodes. Quicker back to back than I think we've already had.
1: Pokemon special type deal. Yeah, and
0: we'll talk about we'll talk about what the announcements were in that episode. Um, but yeah, that's that's largely the the news I have here for for that. So look, we can talk about some games now. Hell yeah! Um, I would say look, I guess you know I, I guess I'll talk about Penny's Break Breakaway. Yeah, because because yeah, we're, we're Prince of Persia. We're going to probably talk about a lot more in another video. Uh, that'll yes. be up on the channel pretty soon, and we just good. talked. We just talked. Yeah, it is good. It is great. We'll definitely Runs
1: still well talk about it.
0: Um, safe, safe the Switch game, <laughs> but yeah, Penny Penny's big breakaway. the shadow dropped during the Nintendo Direct. Uh, I really, I really en- am enjoying it. It's um, I think if I were to give the headline pitch for it, the game feels like if. Uh, Sega made a like Mario 3D World game, Mario Whoa. 3D World, 3D Land game, or like a or like You're the, the, me or real like hard right or now. like or like that Kirby Forgotten Land game that also came out. um It's it kind of ha- it, it, it like in terms of how the levels are designed, it is very much like like one of those games where like it is like those kind of like I mean how do you, how do you even describe like like it feels like a toy box like. Level levels like yeah. snap together like Lego pieces kind of level design where they're
1: there like a word for this, like a diorama. Dioram-
0: like yeah, like a diorama levels are like totally the design conceit. They have like the equiv there's equivalence to like the green stars in 3D world where you find these little bolts. And like three there's three of them in a level you can find them and they're kind of off the beaten path a little bit more challenging to get but they're but the, but you can get them um and collecting those then lets you unlock um what do they call they're called like star star globes or something like that and they're basically just like bonus le- bonus challenge levels that you can unlock uh when you collect those three to three things from those and you can go like essentially like buy them or unlock them by collecting those through the levels um, it's, yeah, but I, I would say, like, that's, that's, like, mostly how similar it is, but I would say, like, from a game, from a gameplay perspective, um, it definitely feels much more like a, like a Sonic game or like a, um, or like one of those, because it's very, it's much more like momentum-based and getting you, like, movement going, because, like, the whole conceit of it is, like, you play as Penny and she, and you find this literal sentient yo-yo that kind of acts like a dog (laughs) and like the whole conceit of it is like the, the thing, the, the yo-yo like kind of, it like dictates a lot of like how you move around levels and stuff. So like Penny will like shoot it out. Um when it was just you can just press a button it's honestly like you can also like just press a button to do it but i'm i'm playing on i'm, play, I'm not playing on switch, I'm playing on switch I'm playing on p s five but you can hit the second joystick and like a dual st- joystick style and like the direction you hit the the stick it'll like shoot the yo-yo in a direction too so you can do it that way uh, or you can just A-scape do it style. or you can just do it with a button yeah totally um you or you can just do it with a button as well and it'll kind of shoot it directly in front of you. Um, but basically like when you shoot it out, you can either um, while it's out, you can hit that same button again and she'll do like basically like a, a dash forward or like if you're in the air it'll, it'll be like an air dash so you kind of like'll we'll, we'll dart around like that. or if you um, you don't really have like a full-on double jump, but it is like more like a and honestly it's like more like practically like a, a Yoshi flutter I would call it where it's like she okay. kind she kind of like you kind of like jump you get a little bit of air but it's more like she does like a flip and the yo-yo spins around her and it kind of keeps her in the air for like a little bit longer and so you can kind of like orient yourself when you like if you it feels like it's more like you know if you're like kind of jumping around or you're like dash dash in weird ways you can kind of use it to kind of like slow yourself and kind of reorient yourself and in in different directions while you're kind of dashing around or moving around really fast um And then the other, the other, one of the other abilities you have is basically like a sonic spin dash where like you can, you can kind of stand in place and like uh, she like jumps on the yo-yo and it becomes basically a big wheel and you like wheel off in directions and like tons of level, level design or it's like around that where it'll straight up just be like, oh, there's like a bunch of like, you know, inclines that like, you know, if you're like midair, you just go into the wheel mode in midair and it'll drop onto the incline and you'll get kind of like a big speed boost You'll like slide down it and you'll usually hit like a big half pipe at the end, which will send you up in the air and you can kind of like dart around that way with the dash after that. So it's it's a lot of it's a lot of momentum based in the way that like a Sonic game is. But it is in these like diorama style levels like you see in like a three like a Mario 3D World or like that Kirby game too. <clears throat> But, you know, it has that and has that similar sonic level design, too, of like, you know, oh, there'll be like a higher path. So if you kind of hit that, you know, you have those moments where you're like kind of darting around and, and hit, hit ramps in correct ways or like stay on a path, like a more like slightly more challenging path higher up, you can kind of get to higher areas or you know, grab like a, you you, know, you can use yo in certain scenarios, like like grappling hook to like latch onto things, like latch onto like a pole to like kind of swing you around or lap onto like a zip line that'll take you take you to different parts of levels and stuff. Um, so just, yeah, a lot of cool stuff like that. And like, there's definitely little like notes, inspirations from all those little games. Like I, I one of the most recent worlds I did had levels where it was like, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, I, oh, I like grabbed a torch And then I light a fuse and it's like something out of a Kirby game where you see like you can see the fuse kind of going through the level and you have to kind of chase it down. And if you can kind of get to the cannon that's at the end of the fuse before the fuse goes out, it'll like launch you into like a different area or like a a little challenge mode or like it'll it'll be like a shortcut or something like that. That's like straight out of a Kirby game with those little like secret kind of cannons. Um A lot, a lot again a lot of 3d world influence where like oh you'll just have like one level like one bespoke level that's like kind of designed around this little mechanic that is like incorporated into your moveset and you'll kind of just see it in that level and you might see it in a future level you might not like a lot of that i love those ideas where it's like oh in this level i get this little propeller item and i and i can you you can and when you kind of shoot your yo-yo out you can kind of spin the stick, and she starts, like, spinning around in circles. So you know, when you have the propeller, you can you can grab it, start spinning, and then it'll launch you, like, way up into the air, like, a, with a propeller. And then, you know, then you're just kind of, like, flying through these little sections with uh, the level you're in. So that was, like, one of the levels I did. There's been, like, like well, I would say, like, a couple of those, but, like, they're not, like, it's not, like, in every single level kind of deal sure. in the same way that, like, you know, sometimes they do that. In three in the three D land, three D world games where it's like, oh, I have the double cherry of this level this level, and I can do stuff with that in that level. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff for sure across the game, which has been really fun. It sounds
1: excellent. I'm yeah. Be honest.
0: Yeah, excellent. really really cool. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Um you know, so I've <clears throat> it's it's a little bit longer than I thought. Like not well, it's not that long. Because I it was just one of those like typical things where it's like, oh a platforming game, eight eight worlds, right? Always Got I finished World Eight, and now I'm in World Nine. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> there's still more <laughs> they worlds. Never, they're not allowed to do. This. Yeah, there's still more worlds. What's going on? So that was that was interesting. So like, I don't think That's there's cool. too I don't think there's too much longer to it. But like, even even with that, like, it's not like it's super long because like some worlds have only been like they, like two or three levels, and then there's like okay. a boss battle or something like that. So like, they're not $30? all like. Yeah, it's thirty yeah. bucks. It's, I think it's on everything. Like I'm playing it on PlayStation Five. But obviously it's on Switch, it was in the showcase. It's on PC on Steam, I think. <clears throat> Super fun. I, I definitely enjoy it quite a bit. Definitely a little bit of a learning curve to like some of the like the movement stuff and getting down kind of like, oh, this is when I wanna use this move or like how like this is how like, you know, you wanna move around the maps and kind of keep keep your momentum up. And like there is like a small bit of combat, but it, like you kind of have to quickly I kinda of, like quickly tr- teach myself out of like, oh this you really don't have to engage in like the combat that's in it. Cause like the whole, the whole conceit of it is like, it's part of the story is like, <clears throat> you're, you're like a, you know, Penny's like a jester and she went to like a court to be like, come the, this like King's jester, but like found the crazy like dog <laughs> yo-yo and like the yo-yo like attacks, like the emperor And like, you know, deep, literally deep pants them in front of this crowd and they go crazy. And she wants now. Now they want to like throw her into jail. So now like the whole like his like whole court is after you. And that's like some of the bosses in the game that you'll fight are a part of that. Um, so you're basically like on the run. So, like, the, the enemies in the ring are like, these like huge, like, squads of penguins. <laughs> and, like, and they'll just, they'll just like run up on you. And there's like, there's like, you know, it'll be like 10 of them at once. And you're just like, oh God. And you, you can, you can like bat them away with your, with your, your yo yo or like do like the spinning move to like, kind of knock them away. Um, but like when they j- latch onto you, like a little icon will pop up t- above you and, and it'll show like how many penguins are stuck to you. And if you get five total stuck to you, that's basically, like, a game over, and that's, that's, like, but, but you can, like, kind of, like, knock them off by, like, shooting your yo-yo around or, like, doing, like, the little, like, like jump spin with the yo-yo and, they'll like, knock them around or off. But, like, you can kind of also just, like, you know, once you, once you get, like, a competent enough with, like, the movement in the game, you, like, you, are like, the whole point of it is just to be fast. So you can just kind of, like, oh, you can ju- you can just kind of be, like, oh, look, they're all running at me, just jump over them and see ya, and just, you know, dash away and dart away and, like, kind of just keep going, so... Once I kind of got into that, that that like play style and like me kind of like you know learn the game's rules of its platforming, how it wants you to move around the world, like it was like I was like okay yeah this is this is awesome I'm really I, I like this It's <clears throat> just That's fun amazing. fun platforming um pretty pretty good I've not immediately heard something like super stand out I will say like the, the, the levels themselves look really cool. Because they have that very like '90s Sega aesthetic to them, where it's like a lot of yeah. a lot of teals and you know weird zigzaggy points. Like one of the levels I did, the last one I did was really cool because it was like a it was like a cityscape. So you're like in this like very technicolor like you know kind of cyberpunky looking city looking area and it looked really cool there's like some other fun ones where you're like you're like in like a you're in like a like a bathroom kind of style zone and there's like big water pipes and you're like dodging like water like funnels coming down that'll like knock you down and stuff so i think i like the level design a lot but the music i have not heard like it's not been bad but i've never had I've not had something that's like
1: whoa no standouts
0: yet yeah no standouts the boss fights are cool. There was like a there was one guy that was like a <clears throat> he was like a he was like a magician dude and he has like a eight, he has like a eight ball for a head and like his whole the whole conceit is like you're fighting on like a <clears throat> a like a like a, um but I got I'm blanking on like the the name for it but like you know a pool a pool table pool table for pool because eight ball and like basically you have to like he he like jumps around and does like the he straight up does like the zelda thing where like shoot a blast at you and you have to like knock it back and forth between him with your yo-yo and then if you do enough times his head will pop off and there are like pool table holes like in the pool table and you literally have to like yo-yo like bounce his head Sink his head, and like as each level progresses, like cool. like there's like four total holes, and you'll get like more and more heads. So you have to like you know ping pong them around this like like little pool table arena to like get them in. So that was fun. That was like a cool That's little boss. Cool. Um mm. But yeah, yeah, fun game. If Again, it's like definitely a recommend for like if you like platforming games and 3D platformers, it's it's a fun one.
1: It's on my PS5. I just like forgot about it. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of video games, but yeah, it's on the list. Yeah, yeah,
0: very fun. So that was that's 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 uh that's what I've been. That's I was playing a little bit of that this week when it, once it dropped. So, cool. So you you, you were back to Pokemon. So you you played the DLC.
1: So Pokemon, I finally played the DLC. Uh, I've learned. Thank you, Pokemon. In you know stuff happening. I it's like Pokemon is like my big warm hug video game. You know what I mean? Like oh it's so nice to, to go back uh, and I, yeah, I'm i sure you get it of like yep. the Scarlet and Violet is like the world that I'm so invested in so I was like alright this feels like a good time because I don't really want to play anything so intense or anything like that Pokemon's really chill I have like all my Pokemon that I use are like level 100 so it's like free I'm not really worried yeah. although there is some tough stuff in the DLC even <clears throat> with my, my maxed out squat oh. uh, excuse me Maxed Out Squad, uh, especially like the the epilogue, which they had added in earlier this month. Um, and that's when I, I was kind of like, I was still working my way through the second DLC when they patched that in. Um, but yeah, so two DLCs for Scarlet and Violet. I played through them all. I finished everything now. I have all the Pokemon again. I finished the, they have like two separate Pokedexes for each dlc certain yeah. regions mm-hmm. um not every pokemon in this game now but a good amount of them the only the only one that's like bums me out is like a lot of the galarian pokemon are not in there many of them are that's because that's because you
0: want to go buy go buy pokemon sword and shield in stores right now this, this is I mean, like they do this a lot with a lot of the pokemon games when they yeah. start to like kind of overlap it's but yeah but yeah yeah i get it I, I get it though
1: yeah <laughs> I have uh, Sword and Shield, right? I've, I've actually jumped back and forth. I've been playing with our friend uh, Jake, who plays Destiny with us. Yeah. Um, from uh, the, the 6-1 Indies. Uh, and we actually went back and booted up Shield and Sword together to, to Hell do yeah. campaign, which is very funny to me. Um, and he helped me get all the, the Pokemon that I cannot get because they're in Violet, and I only have Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Um, so... The first one, the Teal Mask, right? You're in a region that is kind of like suburban Japan, basically, is cool. like how I would pitch it. Like, like, not Tokyo, you know, like Osaka or kind of outside of major cities, like small towns. Um, what I like is, you know, it's a new map, two new maps for both areas. Mm-hmm. That area, it's like built around a big mountain that has like a big demon face on it. Uh, it reminds me a lot of the the one part of Okami, if anyone's familiar. (laughs) Um, Oni Mountain, I think it is. I think it's called Oni Mountain in the DLC. I wonder, I don't know, you know, Japan that well. So I don't know if there is an Oni Mountain in Japan, but I know there's certainly plenty in Japanese mythos. And it's built around, like, this idea that uh, there are these three Pokemon that came to this town um, and then an ogre Pokemon that was just called the ogre that it's ogre pond yeah ogre it's pond that's right. that's a good Pokemon that's a good Pokemon name I like that Pokemon yeah name. it's really funny to me so very Digimon Pokemon yeah name, yeah you know I mean? <laughs> uh, the, this ogre ogre pond that lived on this mountain came down and attacked the village and these three Pokemon gave their lives to stop him from attacking the village and he wore like different masks. Uh, mm-hmm. And, of course, you, you play the DLC. You learn that that's all bullshit. Uh, and, and there's yeah. actually a different, something different going nothing,
0: on. Yeah, nothing can actually be that cool in Pokemon, it turns out. Yeah.
1: Uh, it can be, but it's, like, way sadder. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also, like, pretty par for the course for Pokemon. Um, so, like, throughout that, you can catch Ogrepan. And then also uh, the three uh, Pokemon come back as, like, spirits, basically. Right. And They're all okay. poison type, which which I thought was kind of cool. I don't think they've done a, a legendary trio that's, like, all poison type yeah. before. Um, and that one's fun. I like that because the region has, like, you know, in Scarlet and Violet, I, I was telling you a little bit about this. Like, the regions are, like, split up into, like, Area 4 or South Area 5. Right. And yeah. this, it's, like, you know, the, the Glass Forest or, like, the Rocky Crag. You know, it's, like, actual cool. named locations that have a little bit of history and stuff to them or, or little side quests and stuff associated with them. That's good. But I like that. Yeah, I, I appreciate better level design. The world is cool. There's some fun stuff that you do in that DLC. Like, at one point you meet this photographer girl who's like trying to learn about legendary Pokemon and she has you um, go to the forest that, that, that spooky forest at night and actually like use the camera in game, to take pictures of Pokemon like Pokemon Snap style. Cool. Um, nice. It's not like the same. You're not getting like a full judge on pose and all this. But it, it, it was like cool, like a different thing to do in the game. And I'd like taking pictures in that game, especially selfies, as anyone who follows me on Twitter <laughs> knows. Um, and there's new outfits, not enough. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, but there's new hairstyles, which I was very into. Um and some new stuff like that, a bunch of new poses for taking selfies and pictures, which I actually really like. Mm-hmm. Um and, but yeah, I'd say the first one is pretty good um story stuff. Like you meet these two kids that go to Blueberry Academy there and like they're both just they're both very weird. It gets very toxic to these poor children. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> uh like there's like a big sister and little brother situation and the big sister's like kind of super mean. But as she gets to know you, she softens up. But, like, she says some really hurtful shit to her brother. And then her brother, like, goes to a really dark place that, like, carries over into the second DLC. And he's, like, very mean in that DLC. And then eventually finds redemption. And I'm like, this is, like, some toxic shit with these kids. (laughs) Um, Kid drama. Yeah, kid drama. Um, But, you know, I don't know. It, It was very different for Pokemon, so I was kind of appreciative of the change of pace. Okay. Uh, Overall, good. Uh, I like the first DLC plenty. Second DLC, uh, I think, has, like, the worst story and setup, but the better uh, Pokemon world traveling, catching experience, right? Um, Mm -hmm. You go to Blueberry Academy, which is in the Unova region, uh, which is where black and white take place, um, and it's like... uh, uh, artificial island in the ocean mm-hmm. and then it's a giant sphere under that island <laughs> that's fully <laughs> submerged underwater but has like a uh, artificial habitat in it um, so it has like sun and like you know the big mirror array of a uh, fake sky Yeah, the Truman Show <laughs> full on in there um, and it's like a huge area that is split into four quarters like four biomes so mm-hmm. there's like the beachy swamp biome the snow biome the the kind of canyon biome and the savannah biome and what i like is they lean hard into all the different variants of pokemon in this region so like uh the beachy biome has execute or from uh sun and moon with the big long neck and stuff uh um, cool the the dragon type version and then the savannah one has like the the regular executor um remember how to say the name it's one or the other um, <laughs> and you know the ice biome has uh, the icy vulpix variants and stuff like that you know like those cool variants that we've gotten throughout the years that are yeah like, the, the like, regional ones Yeah, that's cool I like that and that I think there's just a ton of Pokemon in that area and then they added this whole new like sub quest system in that because there's like the story is pretty short it's like there's an elite four within Blueberry Academy. Yeah, that's that's what elite, I was going to ask about
0: because I heard I heard there was like an, like an elite four, and that does sound kind of cool. But I guess there it, it was not really as, as uh they didn't have really nail it with that stuff.
1: That that stuff is good. There's just like not a lot of it, you know. Okay, um, gotcha. And it's it is like less about that. It's more about like just hanging out in this region and like gotcha. catching Pokemon. Uh, than it is like a kind of narrative that you're going on. It's basically four new gyms is how I would describe it. And gotcha. they all have gym challenges um, like the base game, but I think they're like easily the best, much better than all of the base gym challenges. So like the one in the, I think Savannah region, just to give an example is like, oh, you need to, I want you to make me a spicy sandwich. And here is like a group of students that you can trade stuff for ingredients to make the spicy sandwich you can make. And you have to hit, like, a spice threshold. And he doesn't tell you anything else. So it's like, okay, one of these guys has jalapenos, and he'll battle me for jalapenos. Uh, And then the other guy has, like, chili sauce, but he wants mayonnaise for chili sauce. And then I find another student that will trade me mayonnaise for, like, a Pokemon. So I have to go (coughs) catch that Pokemon trade him mayonnaise, and then trade the mayonnaise for the chili sauce, and now I've just got another ingredient to make it spicier. <laughs> it <laughs> felt like, it's like, okay, this is
0: Yeah, this a is l- l- fun. little bit more involved, but I, I do find it very funny to give mayonnaise
1: for a Pokemon. <laughs> it, it's not like an exact <laughs> right, right. I don't know if there's Pokemon trades or anything in there, but <laughs> to give you an idea of what the challenge is. Right, I gotcha. <laughs> um, and, and it's, it's self-contained. The, another one was like okay, you have to do three battles before you can face me, but you can only use Pokemon that you've caught in the Blueberry Academy. And it's like, okay. Cool. So I've got to like kind of catch things. I know you're a Dragon-type trainer, so the people I'm fighting are probably going to be Dragon-type. So I kind of have to think about who I want to bring in. Shout out to Flygon. My guy. Flygon! It's
0: OG. It's good, good, good one. Round
1: Dragon carrying the weight of that, that situation for me. That um, Flygon. But I thought it was like Oh, that's cool. The other two were also like actually pretty interesting and cool. They weren't like dumb mini games. They were more involved usually involved. Wasn't like that It wasn't dabbing. like that
0: weird that weird aerobics thing you had to do in the first game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, God. Trying to think. One did involve taking pictures, I think um again, and then the photographer girl has like another thing uh, for you in there if after you catch a certain amount of Pokemon. So they were like really fun. It's just like you do that and then you fight. Uh, the little brother character, and then it's it's kind of over. Um, gotcha. But then there's, like, the post of that is you going back to Area Zero to find the secret of Area Zero. Um, mm. And that was kind of disappointing, I'll be honest. I think, like, that that's what hurt it more of, like, I was so excited to go back to Area Zero with, like, the new DLC friends that you made. And it was, like, not... It was... it Like, you do... And you go to like this new region that's like under underground. And I was like, oh, this sounds super cool. And it's just kind of like linear caves. You fight five Pokemon that are all terrestrialized. And then you fight the the new legendary and and catch it. And that's it. The legendary fight was cool because it's like this three-part fight uh, (laughs) where different people will come in. And a thing that you're not going to like, I forgot to mention, the whole wrinkle with Blueberry Academy, everything is double battles. If you oh. do not like double battles, I, I do like double okay, battles, like- actually. I like double battles. Okay. So. okay. I, I, cool. I thought I remember. Maybe it was like the rotator battles that.
0: that yeah, like, the, like the, the, the the other stuff they've done since then. Like uh, double battles, I like a lot. But like rotating yeah. triple was kind I was kind of. I didn't hate it, but it was kind of like, eh, hey, whatever.
1: Yeah, it's like too much. Yeah. Everything in the second DLC is double battles. Everything. Okay. Absolutely everything. Um, except for the like when you go into the new area in Area Zero and fight those terrestrialized Pokemon, like that's the only part that's just still single battles. So like when you're doing those gym battles and you're fighting the the Elite Four, it's all double battles all the time. Very difficult, like some real tough stuff. They lean into like Plusle and Minum, right? Like that's some Pokemon that they added back with this DLC they have like their passives are things that like when one uses uh, a move, it buffs the other one. Like they lean into that stuff. And any of that that has been present in the past is here in Blueberry Academy. Uh, really tough. Like it, it upped the difficulty a lot. You had to think about your team a lot, your top two team a lot. And cool. I like, I'm someone who hasn't really liked double battles and some of them I really liked. Um, some of them were just, like, really brutal. <laughs> so I was, like, less into them for that reason, maybe. But, like, it was cool. It was really different for, obviously, I think Scarlet and Violet has, like, a handful of double battles that you ever do in that game. Yeah, like, it's not so a they, lot. Uh, they cleaned up the interface stuff with double battles to make it faster um, so they don't have to, like, say, it didn't affect this person. It's super effective at this one. it didn't, Like, they turned that all into one page of information So everything moves at a good clip. Um, But, you know, the thing with double battles is uh, you don't get swap outs um, after you take a Pokemon out. So it's, like, much harder for that reason specifically, I think, even if you do get two moves around. Um, So you can use two healing items or blah, blah, blah. Um, And it makes, like, doing an Elite Four of double battles is, like, brutal. You have to, like, have a really strong team of six in some of those. Yeah. um, but it was cool, you know. It's really different, and that carries through to the epilogue as well as all double battles. And you get to play with other, you know, the other characters that you have met along the way uh, and befriended, Carmine and her little brother and stuff like that. So I liked that stuff. Um, I just thought that like whole going back to Area Zero, I was like so hyped about it, and it was because going to Area Zero in the first game was incredible. I thought it's like one of my favorite sequences in any Pokemon game, maybe ever. Maybe my number one uh, of like feeling like I'm in a Pokemon anime for the first time uh, does not hit the highs of that or even right. come close. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the the final fight is cool and it's tough because, like I said, it's this three part boss fight with different companions that come in as your your double partner uh, throughout it. That's that's very cool. Um, and then there's an epilogue uh, where you go back to like the small town and you bring your friends from the base Pokemon Scarlet and Violet so. Uh, you get, uh, God, I'm, I can't remember her name, with the green streak in her hair, who I my girlfriend. I can't remember her name. Yeah, I was
0: gonna say I can't remember. I can't remember oh, her name. <laughs> the mo- uh, okay, God. there you
1: go. <laughs> thank God, uh, Namona and the the guy with the the sick Pokemon and and Penny. Yeah, um, I'm just really bad with names. I played this like two weeks ago, so it's all gone basically. <laughs> um, and there's a new legendary Pokemon that shows up in that. That's like another poison type. That's very weirdly extremely difficult Pokemon battle is like the last thing you do and, and catch that. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say like a lot of fun stuff in there. The cool, what I was going to say, the cool thing about the second DLC is they add the subquest system where while you're wandering around, you will get like this kind of infinite repeating set of sub side quests to do of like, use auto battle to beat 10 Pokemon and Catch a dragon type Pokemon and take a picture of a Pokemon while it's swimming, like stuff like that. And there's way more objectives. There's like 30 or 40 objectives. Um, And you get BP for it, blueberry points. You know, stop me if you've heard this before. (laughs) Not battle (laughs) points. No, no. Um, And then every 10 quests, you get like a big quest that's like fight a terrestrialized Pokemon or. like other things like that, of like a slightly more challenging quest, but if you party up with other people, their quests stack into that, and you get BP doing <sighs> them as well. So you can have up to twelve quests at a time, and only when you're in co-op, you get like super super challenged quests. That's like complete a terror raid or something like that, um, and or complete a terror raid as a group or take a group photo. Uh, which is very fun. Uh, so I ended up going on, like, there's a subreddit for for folks that are just grinding out BP and just partied up with, like, a group of three randos, and we just all spread out. and You can get a ton of BP that way. It's actually, like, super fun, because then you can yeah, use the Yeah, it's such a cool idea, yeah. Yeah, and I, I see this being, like, a big part of the next Pokemon game, for sure. Uh, I hope in some way it gets incorporated into, like, a remake as well. I don't know... You know, I, I really like the co-op in in Scarlet and Violet. I think it's like genuinely excellent and super jolly. You know, you mm-hmm. don't, you can't like throw your Pokemon at each other and battle right there in the streets. But um, I think they could easily get there at yeah. this point, right? Um, but when you're grouped up like that, you're getting a bunch of BP. You can then go to the the Pokemon League, the Blueberry League Clubhouse, and you can spend that BP to change your uh, stances while you're battling, so like how you throw your ball and how you how you do all that stuff. You can make yourself look like other trainers that you found throughout Scarlet and Violet. Oh uh, like yeah, okay. The, yeah. the Gal trainer or like the the Standoffish guy or like the Karate trainer guys. So you can change your style to make it a little bit more personal. And that's like how you throw to catch Pokemon and also how you throw out your team. Um, you can get some cosmetic stuff, and most importantly, you can add the starters to each of the four quadrants. So all starters become available after 12,000 BP is the total to get all, so it's 3,000 for each region. And it adds every starter that's ever been in a Pokemon game um, to just being out in the wild, which means you can catch Shinies, uh, you can catch different gendered Pokemon, um, and you can have all the starters, uh, which yeah, is that's cool. awesome. Uh, yeah, that's great. I, I need to to do that as part of finishing the pokedex but now i have you know all the starters of all the pokemon games and i caught them all as my trainer in scarlet and i think that's so cool like finally they did yeah. they did the damn thing yeah they did the uh, thing
0: i'm trying to think if i can't i'm trying to think if there's ever a a game before this to let you get every single one in one game And i don't know if there yeah. there was it's possible i'm trying to i'm trying to think back like I think they they think they've gotten close in some games.
1: Yeah. But I know like, X and Y was close at the time. But yeah, X and Y and it was had a game.
0: Yeah, X and Y gave you like yeah, you had like the X and Y starters, and then you got like the the Kanto starters pretty early and then yeah, you could get a bunch of the previous ones after that. Um mm. but Yeah, but I don't I don't think I don't think yeah, I can't remember I think
1: they've done all Yeah. 20 20- Twenty-one of them, I think, is what it is.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I think, I mean, I think the close, the closest they got before this was in Sword and Shield. Because Sword and Shield, I think that each, each, you could get like, I think in the base game, you obviously obviously get the Galler ones, but I think you could get another set in the base game. I can't remember exactly which ones, but I know in the DLC, each both DLC packs added like, oh, I think in, I think in this in the in like you know the first DLC, you could get the Galar ones. And then in the other than the follow up DLC, you can get a you can get another set. I think it was like the the Hoen ones or something like that. Um, so I think that's I think that was the other game that got closest. But yeah, not to have every single one that that's cool. That was like that was definitely like one of the few things I saw that like almost made me be willing to be like, yeah, maybe I'll suffer through. The, well, my, I can, my I can send them to you. Now yeah, so yeah. At this at this point, like. yeah. At this point, yeah. I'm just going to be like a mm-hmm. new game. That whenever this next game comes out, and if it's like one I'm really stoked for. I'll be like, hey, hook me up I'll, with some I'll stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, like, you. but, yeah, for sure. That's definitely what will probably happen, but.
1: <clears throat> yeah, and, like, the different regional stuff, like, the one that I was about to say was, like, a bummer that it's not in there. No um, Galarian uh, Ponyta, which is, like, the fairy one. Uh, yeah, the fairy uh, one, one, yeah. Which I, I love. And I yeah, have one good. from S.H.I.E.L.D. that I wanted to bring over, but I couldn't, because... <laughs> Uh, it's just not allowed in in Scarlet and Violet. It's like right. it's pretty few, you know, no Ultra Beasts or anything like that. Um, many of the legendary Pokemon, but not all of them. Like not the X and Y Pokemon, oh. the Ultra Beasts. Um, yeah, Yveltal and Xerneas, not available. In- yeah,
0: that that was like feels- yeah that feels that feels weird because that is like that is like the other end of like the thing Sword and Shield did, like the second DLC. I like a, I think it was like a mega mega raid mega like Gigantamax yeah, raid, raid thing that you could go through and you could get every you could get every legendary across the series in that. So that's interesting. That's which, yeah. It's not.
1: Luckily, I did to fill in the, the ones that I was missing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but and the, and that's like a good way to get all the Ultra Beasts if you don't want to slog through Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Yeah. I don't. I don't either. Uh, nope. I will at some point because I have to. But I. I
0: don't. You, you don't. you don't have to. You don't have
1: to. Uh, I know. My one thing that I want is to have all the legendary Pokemon, and I'm like five okay. away. Fair enough. Um, and, and, you know, it's cool to have most of them. It's cool to have most of the Pokemon available in this game where, like, catching is pretty easy. I know some people thought that catching was too easy in base Scarlet and Violet. So for the legendary fights and stuff, they did make it harder to catch them. Which I'm upset about, but I'm sure like <laughs> hardcore Pokemon fans. Yeah, they want totally they want they want to throw
0: twenty extra Ultra Balls at this one Pokemon. I
1: know, it's so sick. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Luckily, there is a way to like grind out Master Balls in this. It oh. also requires BP, but you can get as many as you have the patience to grind for. Great. So <laughs> there's like a gotcha machine. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, you get it. Um, <laughs> and uh yeah it's it's I, but there's like a lot of little stuff that like again i think the story part of that second dlc is like okay i like the first half of it and then going back to area 0 and finding the secret of area 0 wasn't really as exciting as it seemed yeah um but the plane of it the four biome region all of blueberry academy the whole uh, the quali- yeah like stuff. It seems like
0: general quality of life stuff it sounds it sounds very reminiscent of like what the the dlc did for Sword and Shield for sure, because mm-hmm. Sword and Shield added like a lot of that stuff. Where it's like, oh yeah, you can get all these extra Pokemon and add, of course, a bunch of new Pokemon, but it added like tons of other cool, like little systems yeah, little that you could like that could like benefit that benefits the game overall. So
1: it's good. The, the side quest stuff and being able to like grind out points and then turn those points in to be able to catch new Pokemon or or whatever. Like also cl- completing those side quests. Like there's another guy. Like for every ten that you do. Another legendary Pokemon will populate in the original Scarlet and Violet map, so that's how you unlock those as well. So, cool. By the time nice. I had done and done grinding to get unlock all the starters and everything, all that was done as well. So it's like pretty pretty chill. It took like two hours with four people, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, not like stressful by any means. If you were doing it by yourself, it would be fucking miserable for sure. <laughs> um, but much like everything with Pokemon, it's much more fun with friends. Yeah. Uh, Cool.
0: Cool. They're, They're getting a little bit more into those aspects.
1: Yeah, I think I think they're really starting to get it. And that gives me hope for, you know, another Pokemon on a more powerful handheld, like, again, knock on wood, hopefully much better visuals and performance a if they take their time for it. But like, Eight-player co-op or something like that, where we're all just running around the world. Like that sounds so yeah. so so fun. Ha-
0: having like general areas that are just like you 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 go into it and it, and it just populates with other players or something like that. Like have some well, kind of area they did that like that. In Sword
1: and shield, and I didn't love that. Right, I mm-hmm. think like being able to have your lobby and everything like they did in Scarlet and Violet is good, but like maybe expanding it a little bit more, having the side quest stuff, like. A cool thing in this DLC, and I think this was the base game, is like if one of my co-op people that we're sharing a, a, a world with is from the other game, then the other game's Pokemon will just show up in the field Yeah. and I can just catch them. And that's yeah. cool. Just take the pressure off. Um, so I was able to fill out the Pokedex very easily, save for the Legendaries. Um, and yeah, like there's a like a, a weird... Ancient Entei and Raikou that they added, right? Like, I, I forgot.
0: I forgot about like the giraffe, the giraffe Raikou. <laughs> what the fuck? The those are, Raikou. Those are weird. Yeah, but <laughs> With, yeah, like, the it's, it's cool. Horizon. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Like I don't know. I love that shit, and they're all dragon type, which I thought was rad. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just, I love Pokemon so much. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm
0: glad. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you've gotten into it. It's cool. I, I definitely am. I'm still, I'm still, you know, I still love the series as well. But I definitely have been. You want it to be better, which is totally I, want it to, I want it to be better. Yeah, I want it to be better. So I'm, I'm still, I'm still very hopeful that the the, the games keep keep getting better and improve on consoles and you know, ho- I'm hoping yeah, I can I the, the game this whatever game they end up doing this year is a cool one that's worth uh, the that I like, want to put time into. Yeah, it'd be fun to like
1: get into it together and yeah, I'm excited. Totally, you know the Scarlet invite was kind of like the point where I got into it very deeply. So like I'll be there day one for this one and yeah. in a way that I haven't been before. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to that, to be honest. I mean, we're not going to have any other Nintendo games to play this fall. So. Yeah. More uh, than
0: likely. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but that's cool. Um, comes
1: up for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Good to hear. Um, last game we can talk, we we both played, um, we'll talk about it briefly, but we're going to have a review discussion probably talking about it more in depth. That is Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I liked it. I, 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 I completed it. Um,
1: the Ubisoft open world of Metroidvania. Yeah, that's okay. definitely
0: that's definitely the thing I would say too. Of like, you know, I guess since we're, we're on the we're on the Nintendo Nintendo podcast, so it's more I guess more apt to make the the Metroid Dread Prince of Persia comparison here more than any place I guess. So, you know. I can say it here. And so we don't have to make that episode too much about that of like, I think that's where I ultimately landed with it too, where like, I think the only, the only, the, the the core issue with Prince of Persia for me was the, the pacing and like a little, there was like a little bit of bloat to it where like, if they like one particular section personally for me, if they cut out entirely, I would say this is like just as good as Metro (laughs) Trip. but since like there's just wow, like okay. a little bit of I'm extra yet. <laughs> a little there's just like there. there's just a little bit of extra stuff for me i would say like yeah kind of it kind of went ran a little long in the tooth for me and like yeah. but it's just like yeah just like there's some moments in that game like where like the high moments are just like so good and like they're yes. some of the like some of that stuff is really cool the like boss the boss the bo- yeah the boss fights in the, in the later half of the game are so awesome um mm-hmm. The visuals of the different environments and areas I really liked. Like, I really like when you get, like, you're kind of in, like, the, I guess it's, like, you're sort of in a castle, big castle area, but it's all, like, it's more like a city, I guess that's probably a better way to put it. Uh, but, like, when you get into, like, the higher, like, upper areas of the region, they're just, like, you get those cool vistas, right? Those areas, beautiful. The later sections of the game also, like, really freaking cool. Just, like, yeah. going through, like, that that sea area. You don't get too yeah. deep. Uh, we could probably talk more we'll probably talk more in depth about that stuff in the review discussion maybe but like that area is so freaking cool yeah. um and then like you know just yeah a lot of really cool stuff but i think just there was a couple there was like sections of that game where i was just like yeah i don't know if i really need to be here and be doing this yeah. like it's just again. Uh, yeah <laughs> in some cases again yeah. Yeah, yeah um so that's that's kind of, that's kind of where i am at but I, but I really do like but i did really like it, it as fun game
1: yeah it's cool because, like, Metroid Dread is obviously, it's, in my opinion, it's a 10 out of 10 video game. Um, mm-hmm. And it's cool that we are, we are now at that point where games kind of have taken lessons and aspects from that game. Um, so, like, in particular, like, the parry system in Prince of Persia where you get, like, cinematic parries. Like, yeah. Oh, man. I'm so cool. glad more video games have this. <laughs> you yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Like, there were really,
0: a lot of really yeah. cool stuff from that, yeah.
1: Yeah, and and great bosses that like have those kind of break-in-the-middle cutscenes where it's like, all right, time for Phase 2. Phase and, like, 2 is popping off, yeah. Things shift, and, and they're really cinematic and in a way that 2D games like aren't as much anymore, but Metroid Dread was like, yeah, hold my beer. like Look at this. Yeah, look at the shit. Um, so, yeah, it's cool to see how much influence that game in particular had on... On this game, and obviously like Ori and Hollow Knight, also, um, which are also phenomenal, phenomenal video games. Um, it could, you know, Hollow Knight's a forty-hour video game if you do everything, and it it did it in a way that didn't feel bloated. To me personally, hmm. this took me about twenty-six hours to beat, and like you said, there's just parts of it that I was like, all oh, right. There's a lot of running around. Yeah. These areas are gorgeous, but they're very large. And I'm yeah. just running. Gotta for keep, a while. gotta keep
0: doing a lot of this. I gotta, gotta do a lot of like. I'm going through this platforming section that is just walls of spikes that I gotta perfectly perform. And there's a just lot. like, there's like, just, a a, there's them. a lot of the those in this game, <laughs> like, like to the point Randy. where, like, there's just like, okay, I think, I think you could have cut a lot of this stuff out of here. Like, I, love I it. like, like it's yeah. fun.
1: It feels yeah. great, but it's like. Damn, there's a lot of these. Huh? Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's that's definitely a lot of it for me too. I'm just like Watch th- our
1: viewpoints. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Very grateful. Go on I, my
1: Twitter and, and look at the video. Look at look at the look, hard part. look
0: at yeah, Ari did Ari actually completes it and then I will say you can you that I'll also tell you as somebody that you don't have to do that because you can go see and you're like, oh, that's what I get out of it. That's it. Okay, well I'm good cool. then. And I skip. It's coin. just a fucking coin. And I was just like, cool. I don't have to do that shit. I literally got, to, literally got to that section. I was playing. and <laughs> went to your Twitter video to watch and just went like, yeah, nope, ain't doing that shit well, for a good, coin. Actually. I have, I've already have like, I already have most of the, like the things I could get from coins at this point in the game. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so, ups and downs, you know. It's yeah. A long.
0: That's it's awesome. yeah, a little a little long, but it is still worth it. If you especially if like somebody likes Metroidvania's, you like Metroid yeah. you played you've played Metroid Dread already or pl- even played like some of the ones you mentioned, like Hollow Knight or whatever. Like I think it's absolutely worth checking out. Time? Worth checking out.
1: It's fifty bucks, you know. I, I know that might be pricey for some folks, yeah. but it's not seventy, I'll tell you that much. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I think I think just like I think it was late today or maybe it was yesterday, they said they're going to be doing like free updates after coming soon like there'll be like modes and stuff so i'm assuming it's gonna be like a boss rush and boss rush mode or maybe like some kind of extra hard modes or something like that so so yeah, yeah there'll be some free stuff also coming to it soon so yeah it's cool definitely worth checking out but um
1: 2d games with that give a shit about their combat you know what i mean yeah that is what this game is it's excellent combat so i'm a big fan of that
0: yeah for sure uh, but yeah I think I think that'll do it for this episode our trip to Nintendo Land so yeah so I'll say yeah if you want to hear more about Prince of Persia Lost Crown we'll have another video here on youtube.com slash Passions where you might be watching the video version of this or if you listen to the podcast version you can go to the um, Irrational Passions Presents feed to go find the, the review discussion in audio form if you're listening to Nintendo Land on Audio wherever you're listening or watching appreciate it as always fun to always talk about nintendo here with Ari, and yeah we'll we'll have probably an episode like more and more sooner usually we do these like once a month but you know since now we're gonna have we had the partner showcase and then the pokemon the pokemon uh presents so close um we want to talk about the partner direct and yeah well we'll come back and i guess we'll you know full we'll either be really excited for a new pokemon game this year or be like i don't know or
1: really not or really not (laughs) and here's so here's maybe we'll tweet out like we don't really want to do a podcast (laughs)
0: yeah yeah it turns out you you saw you saw what was announced do (laughs) you think we care like anymore like it could be as simple as that that's a good point Yeah. (laughs) yeah um but yeah well yeah yeah we'll, we'll talk about pokemon well maybe we we'll, we'll, if the all, any of the news that comes out of that like or maybe if they like even if that maybe that pokemon game is excited maybe they announce some other like a cool like, spin off game or something like that that might be a surprise 3. pokemon okay. 3 the dream um but yeah we'll talk about that and maybe even in, we can also talk about like um i pulled up a, a release calendar for 2024 if things we know so far maybe we can kind of skim through that a little bit in that episode if the Pokemon stuff is a little less interesting and we can see just like other other games we're looking forward to on the Switch that maybe you might not heard like mostly by indie stuff or something like that but yeah that'll do it for now everyone thanks again and uh, see you next time. Bye! Bye.